What's up, everybody? I'm Danielle. And I'm Rob. Welcome to Streamiverse, a 10-minute podcast rooted entirely in spite. We used to be a podcast about Quibi, but they sent us a cease and desist. So now we talk about everything that streams. Quibi's not the only game in town, honey. We're all stuck at home for the foreseeable future, so let's watch some trash together. Here's what's going on today in the Streamiverse. So, I mean, it's taking you a minute to decide. Just can you clarify? Do you have the Quibi app downloaded? No, I do. Okay. And I think it's great. Wait, I have another question. Yeah. Do you have to pay for the Quibi app? Yeah. Once the free trial is over, (laughs) does the talent have to pay? Because, you know, every subscription matters. Yes, I do have to pay. (laughs) Wow. Gladly. gladly. Wow. Well, maybe you can write it off. Right back in his pocket. So, what's your favorite other than your own show? What's your favorite show on Quibi? Uh, hands down, Reno Nine One One. Yeah, we haven't talked about it yet, but that whole cast just have—they've been my favorites for so long, Um, and I was so pumped to hear it was coming back. And I'm just—it's an honor to even be on the same app as them. You know, I think they're great. They are. And that show, we haven't talked about it yet, but we've both watched it. And it's like that show and yours and honestly, a couple of the reality competition shows we feel are like so obviously what Quibi should be and have shined, shown on Quibi. And the rest of it like has had a tough time. (laughs) But (laughs) but, if it's so well. Yeah, exactly. My 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 dad, my sisters, my mom, they love Shape of Pasta, so that's another one. Rob yeah. loved that, too. Same. Can't get enough. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and then, what if, like, so Reno 911 is your favorite Quibi show right now. If there was a show that you had to take from outside the Quibi, the Quibi-verse, <laughs> and adapt it to Quibi, like, what would that be? Like, for me, I would love to see a show like... Uh, Portlandia on Quibi. Right. What's what's one what's a show like that for you? Do you ha- you have one on the spot that comes to mind? I don't watch many shows. Um but I think oh, I'd be interested to see more opportunities for just creators to do their own thing. That's not yeah. like necessarily like so Hollywood for lack of Mm -hmm. a better word star studded (laughs) well i mean it is what it is but just like i think that we're in a time now where people are just completely doing their own thing and just it just blows my mind like i love watching just people have their own channels and do whatever they want and i think that there's some crazy creativity coming out right now um and i would love to see more people get a voice you know totally always down for that when quibi was like when you got say the series order from quibi and you're thinking well here i won't put words in your mouth what were you thinking when you got the series order like oh my gosh it's a jeffrey kassenberg venture it's gonna be huge and they want to show from you um it was this crazy shift of like my dreams and reality kind of like coming into the same plane and it just was such a trip for me just because I had I mean I was obsessed with it for like 15 years straight like it's the only thing I thought about it's the only thing I worked on and to have you know 
cat scratch fever be the one mm-hmm. to hook you up. It's, <laughs> totally. it, it blows my mind, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then, so then fast forward from that, from that excitement, like fast forward to a month ago, no one obviously could have foreseen the environment that Quibi is launching into. Mm-hmm. Were you sort of like, shit, like there goes like, there was supposed to be a red carpet event, wasn't there? There was supposed, I'm sure there was, I'm sure I'm if the talk happen. shows were still happening, <laughs> they would try to get you guys, every single Quibi star on one of those shows to promote, or they'd be doing press junkets or something, but then that all went to hell. So like, what went through your mind then? I'm not too concerned about all the extra stuff, you know? Um, I wasn't too bummed about missing that red carpet event. Um <laughs> Because Jerry and I didn't want to wear suits, but um, <laughs> but it would have been so amazing if you showed up in like your Agua Donkeys uniforms. That would have been the talk of the town. Well, I don't want that much attention on me, so maybe I just would skip the red carpet part and meet him in on the inside. Um, <laughs> but to answer your question, I wasn't too concerned because either it's good or it's not. You know, and I and I have enough faith in Quibi and the minds that are making choices and our own show that uh, the cream will rise to the top and and uh, everything will work out, you know, definitely. One of the things that we've read about Quibi that makes it also so enticing for creators is the fact that you guys get to keep ownership of the IP. Right. 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 So yeah, that's great. Like, would you. Do you see Agua Donkeys living as another season? Do you see it as like a feature length film? Like what is the fu- Tell me the future. <laughs> I can't tell you the future. I don't know. Oh, real darn. Um I think that Agua Donkeys is set up to go as long or as short as we want. Mhm. I love the characters, I love the world. Um and so we'll just kind of see what happens. How how much communication is there within the Quibi world? Like, is there an email chain that everyone who has a Quibi show is on? No. Are there like, <laughs> like what's the communication like? Just for example, when that red carpet was canceled, was there an email from JCATS being like, listen, sorry, pandemic happened. Like, don't show up tonight. I think JCATS has bigger fish to fry. That's what I thought, but then he like came our on our podcast. podcast and I'm like, <laughs> you need you need more stuff to do. Well, and I think that Katzenberg, he knows what he's doing. And so I think that was a great move that he came on the podcast and and he he wants to succeed and I think that he will. You know, like he's I think he knows what he's doing. He's a force to be reckoned with, that's for yeah. sure. He is. Have you ever seen him scream? No. So when you were at the Quibi offices, he wasn't in, a, in another room like yelling at anyone. No, he's always been like mellow, chill. Yeah, he seemed surprisingly nice think he's, to us. Yeah, as I well. don't think he's a yeller. I don't know. <laughs> Have you ever been invited to a seven thirty a.m. meeting uh, about anything? <laughs> or two thirty a.m. No, 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 <laughs> no. I uh, we just we do our own thing, you know. And the the executives, the executive team that's over agua donkeys we talk a lot we talk just as buddies though you know so um it's a it's a good atmosphere for sure yeah well you said that uh when we were trying to schedule the interview you said you had uh farm chores yeah i got uh what's up with that what's going on there 
you know, my dad has me uh, cross the T's and dot the I's. And are you living on a farm, or was that yeah. just an expression? Okay. Oh, amazing. Both, <laughs> both, both sides of my family are almond farmers. Oh, so you're are you That's on awesome. the almond farm right now? I am. That's wow, crazy. I wish you were doing this interview from outside so I can see what it's like. Well, FaceTime me later. Okay. Are you the one squeezing all the almonds to get the milk? No, no, no. We <laughs> we just grow those suckers. I'm wondering, like, what what it was like for you when Quibi launched. You know, seeing your show get put on there. What was that like? Because you said this is a dream come true for you. So, like, I mean, I think it's always nice when people vibe with our work and. um I just think it's really nice, you know, that, that people like it. Um, but yeah, you know, I definitely got messages and followers from that, but, um, Steve Barra has been like a, a huge dude to like take me under his wing and the barracks have been so great about promoting Agua donkeys. And so I've got a big following from, uh, from them too. So shout out to Steve Barra. He's such a stud. He's been so nice. So like stuff like that, it's, I can't even express. I just. Yeah. You know, I worked in the film industry for years and before that I was, you know, in music and we always have people we look up to and you hope if they watched your, your film or your show would come out and hopefully like it. Right. Is there anybody that you have always wanted to get in touch with or like any connections you made that, you were like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm meeting so-and-so. Or yeah, The Funnier Diet thing was crazy, you know, because Will Ferrell watched it. And he's always been, a, um, you know, somebody I look up to in the comedy world. And, and he loved it. And just seeing that was like, it was kind of a trip. Um, but, uh, you know, Wes Anderson's always been, been a big dude for me. Um and then I can't even think of the dude's name, but the guy who made Beavis and Butthead. What's his name? Mike Judge. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, I would love to have a chat with those two di- two dudes, you know? Yeah. Do you feel like, you feel like they were inspirations or, uh, you know, for the show or? 100%. I mean, not, yeah. not, it's just something that like, <clears throat> there was a time in my life when I decided that I wanted to do film where I just had like a sponge section of my life where I just would sit and watch movie after movie after movie. And when I saw Royal Tannenbaums for the first time, like something clicked and I think it had a big, I mean, uh, the cinematography part for sure had a big influence. And then kind of the way he, that he makes his world and his characters. I really liked, um, you know, I like to do a lot of, tons of different characters but like just small parts where it's like mm-hmm. you know new people every scene or every episode that, that yeah. just have like something a little off to them you know like in a yeah. good way yeah i did notice that like all the characters in agua donkeys they all like stand out and they're all very like unique in their own ways like they may not be in for a long time but when they're in a scene you notice like the guy i forget his name but like the guy that's at the counter always leonard, leonard. oh my god I've, every time he talks and he's oh, the like, coolest dude he's the coolest he's dude in real life I, yeah 
I used to run into him at the grocery store and uh, he's just the sickest dude. And he's been like through the craziest life ever. So he's uh, you can see it in his eyes. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that reads on camera. (laughs) Do you feel like uh, do you feel like people's real lives and their real personalities are like coming through the show? 100 percent. Yeah. I mean, that's that's how I write people, especially my friends. It's like I have to be around them understand their subtleties and then their sense of humor too and that's kind of where i can get to where i can speak for them in a sense you know yeah and jared too i mean jared we haven't even talked enough about jared because he's such a stud and he's he's one of the smartest people i've ever met and most talented and he his sense of humor is nothing like i've ever experienced and so our back and forth is um what makes Agua donkeys, agua donkeys, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think no matter what, it's so exciting that, like, I don't know where I would have seen agua donkeys if it wasn't for Quibi. So that's one thing I can say for Quibi in its back pocket. And I think that's great. Is there any, like, obviously it's you want people to see it and hopefully they see it on Quibi. Is there anything else that you would want people to know or to learn about you or to take away from this? It's up to them, you know, mm-hmm. um, I'm just, I, I'm just, I think it's great that I have an opportunity, you know, I feel like you're sort of like an avatar for everyone out there. Who's like just an artist trying to make some funny, fun stuff. And you got like this amazing break and it's sort of a Cinderella. Do you feel like Cinderella? <laughs> it's kind of a Cinderella story. The fact to be on Quibi and you're the show, like, just to be fair, like, you're not Reese Witherspoon, you're, but you're the show that most people are talking about saying, like, this is great. It's, uh, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for taking the time, especially on a Saturday, to come and chat with us. All I have is time. So you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate it. Thank the you. The chillest man on the planet. I know. So chill. MP Cunningham. Thanks, guys. Thanks, dude. Oh, shoot. We ran out of time. But don't worry. We'll be back every weekday for the rest of your lives. To see how this conversation ends, tune in next time on Streamyverse. And don't forget to rate, subscribe, and share with your favorite stream millionaires. See you in the streamy.